the dog, Chansey and Chi, and another week to sit and fester on a, a, a an L. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just at least it feels a little bit better this week. Well, yeah, we we do know that Alabama is um, just a really good football team, and uh, they tend to do what they do, no matter what. So. Anyway, how you feeling? Where, where, where's your heart at right now? Where, where, where are you? I'm feeling okay. Uh, I appreciate you asking. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm... Uh, I, you know, at this point, you know, it's weird to say, but so we're four games in. After this weekend, we'll be halfway through the season. Hate that. Uh, but, yeah, it will be uh, It will be November, and we will be uh, hopefully 4-1. and one. I'm just, uh, at this point, I'm trying to figure out, you and I kind of discussed before we started recording, I'm trying to figure out, you know, who's for real and and who's not. And and I'm trying to figure out, you know, where can we, where can we improve? What, what, uh, what can we lean on with with this team? And, and, And of course, two weeks, having two weeks to prepare for Kentucky is not necessarily something that, uh, we needed. I mean, I think we really needed that bye week before Florida, and thankfully they don't get a bye week either. But at the same time, uh, it was actually pretty good for us because we can figure out. I mean, we start to get more reps with some of this QB position and get some more reps for some of the young running backs and and figure out what what we have and 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 reassess things. But man, I I tell you what. Uh, after we lost to Alabama, you would have thought that we lost to freaking Vanderbilt or something because there's a lot of gloom and doom coming out of the Georgia fan base, and I, I just don't really get it. <laughs> I can it's like people, it's like everything's still ahead of us. Well, that's the thing. People, people just sim- are sitting here forgetting that we lost to the number two team in the country, and this is an incredibly talented football team who just beat the wheels off of Tennessee. I mean, and we did too, and – but they just they they manhandled them and and like we talked about last week, we, there were no balls that bounced our way. There was nothing that really there, there weren't a lot of huge uh, huge major opportunities that just stuff that kind of fell into our laps and, um, mm-hmm. and 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 the bad penalty stuff that we we talked about all that kind of stuff. And sometimes that just happens. But getting that getting tested now. Because sometimes what ends up happening and has happened in the past is we go the whole first half of the season and we don't end up playing an Auburn, well, normally when they're worth playing, or play or Tennessee has not been good. So our first half of the season we're kind of trying to figure out where we're at. And and you never really right. get you never really get punched in the mouth till you go to Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, or except once or twice. And now we we got to play Alabama. We we felt the heat we saw what it takes. It's like, okay, now we know what it takes to win. Um, we know what we got to work on. And to me, having a game like Kentucky, kind of a knockout, drag out kind of game that's going to be physical, there's going to be very little passing <laughs> in this football game. It's going to be very fast. <laughs> um, the score, the, the time's going to run out incredibly quick. But having that time before we go into Florida I think is huge just to say okay we know who we have to be because yeah. there was there was coaching that could have been done better there like there a lot of our players like I said there's stuff that we could have and there was stuff that was just out of our control that Bama just beat us we talked about those 50-50 balls that right. we really just we didn't get we didn't make we couldn't make the play on them and that their receivers were just better and those are things that I think that we can get to with our defensive backs and things like that. And um, we played a real offensive line on defense. I mean, we had been tearing people apart up to this point defensively. Our front seven have just been manhandling people. And it's like, oh, okay, these guys are for real. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is a really good offensive line. Alabama brought back, I think, was it four starters from last year? I mean, it. I don't know for whatever reason it's it's like okay their receivers are so good okay let's talk about their quarterback Mac Jones is he for real should they have Bryce Young in there so there was so much talk about the quarterback position receivers everybody knew their offense was good in general but it's like yeah you got to realize they still had potentially two two or three 
all Americans on their offensive line. I mean, these are no like scrubs. So I, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, I mean you're you expect to to have you know they expect to have offensive production on their side of the ball. And and so I think we we realize that or we should realize that we got away from our game plan of, of, of running the ball and you could tell that we we weren't we didn't really stick to that we felt like we had to run and gun with them and then eventually we did because we were behind so much but uh but anyway i, I say all that to say this is not the end of the world everybody calm the hell down like just let's let's understand we said this at the beginning of the season if we got out of that that four game stretch three and one we would yep. be we would have everything that we need and yep. by God, we are three and one, three and one. We beat the teams that we needed to beat. We did it really in a commanding fashion for all of them, and uh, obviously stuff we can improve on. But I think now we see what we have to become, or we know more about who we are, and we can go ahead. We've we've got the loss that it's we we got we, we got beat by an incredibly good team. We. Now we know where we have to get to. And yeah. obviously we got Kentucky coming up this weekend. We're going to talk about it. But we, we have a lot – we got a lot of work to do. But having these two weeks to sit here and think about this and say, okay, like you said, now we know what we have to become. So let's start inching towards that. And I'm yeah. very glad this is not Florida that we're coming up, up against in, 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 after, off that off that loss. Uh I think Kentucky's a good team for that. I think we match up well against them, and it gets us kind of gets our gears back going before we go down to Jacksonville and uh, to a Florida team that no telling what kind of situation they've been in, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll eventually get there. But that that's kind of my everybody calling yeah, people calling for Kirby's job, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what what planet are you on? Why do you why do you even care about our program when you're Throwing players under the bus, you are just you are baffled that Stetson Bennett can't be six one. I mean, like you're just you're saying yeah. all this stuff. Like he's like, magically going to grow like four or five inches. Oh overnight. my God! You're thinking the reason we lost to Alabama is because Stetson Bennett's five eleven, and it's like okay, that is obviously not what's going on here, and 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 I just I can't fa- I have a hard time just dealing with people that think that way, and it's like yes. Is he the best quarterback we've had in Georgia football history? You know what? Probably not. <laughs> and so that's okay. And, and and is he got the guy we're going to end up with? I don't know. Like we're, we're not at that point. And we'll and we'll talk about it. But but man, just everybody, calm down. The guy won us three games in a row. Has had good production. Like everybody just needs needs to calm down. We we, we got away from a, a game plan that was working, and it just wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't our day. Yeah. And it's funny, you and I talked about it before we started recording, but, uh, I mean, you know, Stetson Bennett didn't give up 560 yards of, of offense to Alabama. You know, I, I, I think there's 11 other guys that play on the opposite side of the field that did that. Um, and I'm not saying our defense is a bunch of scrubs, and I think our defense is an elite group. But, Chance, let me, let me throw a little hypothetical at you here. Do you think, our fan base would be more or less upset right now if so if we were still three and one, but we lost to one of the first three teams and then beat Alabama. <laughs> Do you think if we lost to Tennessee but still beat Alabama, would people be more upset or, or, or less? Well I think if you I, I think there's a lot of people that would be less upset. Um, because I mean, if you go in and you play Alabama that way, like I say, and you're you obviously are equating that to a fluke. I mean, I would be knowing what we know now, I would be devastated if we lost to Tennessee and or lost to. I mean, if we were the team that Arkansas beat, I mean, obviously Arkansas that would have been of those three that would have been the most acceptable at this point between yeah. Auburn yeah, and, no, and, and... I think they're the best out of the three. Oh, I really uh, for do. For sure. And, they and, should have beat Auburn and... And got robbed. I, I, I don't think they played Tennessee, but yeah, I mean, Arkansas a, Hey, let me just... All, all, this is kind of beside the point, but let me just say, I I knocked old Pittman 
for thinking he was not going to be a head coach because he's an offensive line coach. He's done a hell of a job over there, and I will give him all the credit. And you can sling crap at me all you want because I deserve it. But I'll give – I'll hey, good for, good for him, man. He's he's running a tight ship over there. So, anyway, beside the point, but yes. But, but I think, too, that there's just – there's unreal – it's not so much unrealistic. Unreal, well, there are unrealistic expectations, but it's it's also just not understanding where we're where we're at and what our situation is. We are in a brand new offense, brand new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, new starting running back, new everything, and a whole new offensive line. Mm-hmm. And it's like we have to figure that out. Like it takes time to figure that out and people act like we have had forever to figure this out man well first of all Stetson was supposed to be the third string quarterback at best and then also think about it this guys we didn't have a freaking fall camp we didn't I mean we did but it was like three weeks before the season started and at that time guess who was going to be the quarterback freaking Jamie Newman I, I don't see how people think, like, we're, we're playing with fire here, but because it's a necessity. It's not because we we don't want to be halfway through the season and be trying out quarterbacks. But at this point, like, we, we're playing with what we got. I, I just don't – I don't get how people can just – excuse well, me, and- I, I, don't, I don't get how people could just constantly bitch about it. It just, it just is upsetting. Like, it's like, dude, you act like Stetson Bennett has been playing – like a scrub for the for the, the first three games whereas I think I think he actually played pretty darn well had had a few passing touchdowns had did not have any turnovers and then you play the best team or second best team in the country and then things like that are going to happen not saying that I mean of course I wanted to win but still I don't I don't know chance what, well, what, what do you got well and, and I'll play devil's advocate here so I, I think it's pretty obvious that Kirby has not been the quarterback whisperer that we've <laughs> that we've uh, needed up up to this point because then you look at this week Big Ten comes back and Justin Field goes goes out there and just rips rips them apart. Yeah. I mean, plays plays a hell of a game. And obviously, right now, I think if if we have Justin Fields, we we're I think we're in a whole different ball game. But at the same time. We don't, so it doesn't matter. But I guess what I'm saying is, is we have to do better when it comes to the quarterback position. How are we? How are we developing quarterbacks? Munkin may be that guy. We're LSU last year had lightning in a, in a bottle. I mean, that whole situation was just beautiful timing. It was supposed to happen. That doesn't happen. Like that. That whole they situation. Also had- 14 total guys drafted. Oh, yeah. Something like, like that. They, was had, 14, they, they yeah. had the perfect. It was a perfect situation. I mean, it, you're talking about just guys that the chemistry was perfect. The quarterback, quarterback offensive coordinator situation was perfect. It, it just it didn't. You and can't now Coach O's that. got a bunch of blonde chicks hanging out with him. <laughs> he was a year off on that one. Not looking real good right now. Gosh, but, no. But, bad look. It's a bad look. Well, and their I whole mean, team is a bad look. I mean, yeah. so you see the situation of they struck lightning in a bottle. They got the national championship. They're in a bad way right now. I mean, yeah. they're, they're and I say them as the example of everybody wants us now to have that Alabama offense. Everybody wants us to have that LSU offense from last year. And, right. and A, we're not built for that. We're a run-first team. We're a run-first team. Control, the, control your possessions. All big. We need great offensive line play. We're gonna we're gonna dictate the line of scrimmage. That's what kind of team we, we are. And I think when we get to that, that's what's going to be important. Um, eventually, we're going to get back to that point. And um, and I think this week we can. That's what this game is going to be this week. I mean, this is going to be one of those weeks where we're going to be running the ball um, and and controlling the clock and and and. I think manhandling the game basically. I mean, on both sides yeah. of the ball, and we've got to be able to do that. And if we're not able to do that against teams, that's where we're going to struggle. But I, I, I like I say, I don't know if Stetson's going to be the guy long term, and, and I can't be here sitting here the one answer. We don't know what we talked all last week about JT and his situation, and um, 
and what we do and don't know. I mean, there's so much that we just don't know. Because if he was the better guy, I feel like he'd be out there. And yeah. um, but but right now we're doing. But we don't know. We don't know how healthy he is. Right. I mean, and and from what I've read from people that are more reputable than than others, he's he's just physically not ready. It's 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 not so much a, uh, you know, we 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 favor Stetson over JT kind of situation. But right now, I mean, you you can't you gotta go with with what you're given. And and I agree with you. I, I mean. If anybody says that they wouldn't want Justin Fields on this team right now, they're they're crazy. I mean, I would love to have Justin on this team, but man, that's in the. I mean, like, I, and, and I agree with you. It's something to be to be said. But I mean, that's at, at, at this point, we're two years removed from that whole situation. Like, you know, he's the quarterback of Ohio State University. Good for him. He's playing really well. I mean, he's an incredible, an incredible quarterback. Yes, if we had him, we would potentially be favored to to win, and we probably maybe would we would have beat Alabama. But it doesn't change the fact with against Alabama, it it, it only changes our side of the scoreboard because you know what, our our defense gave up forty plus points. So it's like okay, we maybe we would have won in a shootout against them. I don't know. Uh, I would love to have had him, but he left, and he left on his own terms. I mean, he, he, he did it himself. He made that decision. Yeah, of course. Maybe things could have gone better with the management, but I, I just don't – we talked about it before. It just upsets me whenever people are like, it's all Kirby's fault. And it's like, well, the, the kid made the decision to leave at the end of the day. And a guy like James Cook, who was a five-star recruit, had not really done – you know, gotten a whole lot of production out of him, had not gotten a ton of playing time, you know – People thought that he was going to transfer too, but guess what? I guess he's got a little bit thicker skin kind of situation, you know. And and, and then you know goes against Alabama. He has a you know eighty plus yard touchdown, you know, to to um you know give us the lead there. So anyway, I don't know. That is that is all to say. My my assessment right now is Stetson is the best best option we have right now, and I don't think he's a long term solution by any means. But right now, Kirby is backing. Who gives him the best chance to win? And it's not so much like okay, by default situation. He thinks he thinks that right now you want to build confidence in Stetson. Whenever JT's physically ready, maybe you want to give him give him some reps and whatnot, and then maybe eventually he'll take the reins. But I mean, right now, I I think that Stetson's still going to be the guy when it comes when it, it, November seventh or or whenever it is sixth or seventh when we play Florida. I really do, and I mean I think. I don't think that puts us in a terrible position to beat them. So anyway, that's all kind of thinking forward here. Um, Chance, I'm, you know, what what do you think about coming in this weekend? What what can we improve? I mean, what do you think about our defense overall? And what do you think that we need to improve on as far as what how we played against Alabama? I mean, I know it's a very different situation. I mean, this is a completely different offense. But what? How do? You, how are we going to attack Kentucky's offense? Well, their <laughs> their offense is, is virtually the exact opposite of Alabama's offense <laughs> in, in a lot of ways. But they are they are a run first and only run offense. I mean, anytime they drop back to pass, it's about as often as Georgia Tech used to do when they ran the triple option. It's very similar in that way. Their second leading rusher is their quarterback. And um, so this is a run-heavy team. So obviously your approach is different. The whole team. Yeah, I mean the whole team. They might hand it off to the offensive lineman. We don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. Uh, But Kentucky, their offense is is just drastically different. And so our our defensive backs, I think, are going to have – they're not getting the week off by any any stretch, but – um, but they are Kentucky is a run first team in, in every 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 way you think about it, and so I think for us, our defense doesn't have to do anything different from the sense of you got to control the line of scrimmage. You have got to you have got to be able to push those offensive linemen back and do what you want to do. It's really right. about if you control the line of scrimmage in this game. It's a, it's over from from the get. I mean, Kentucky. If Kentucky goes, that Kentucky is the team that if you get up by a couple scores, you make them change their game plan. They can't. They cannot get back. Now they're yeah. able. If they can get a lead, they're a different ball. They're a different ball club. They 
They can, they can run the clock out. They can have long drives. If you're not able to stop the run, which we are very good at doing, our front seven, we still have an incredible defense. We got caught flat-footed last week. Um, we, uh, we we struggled against, like I say, the, probably the top offense in the they, country. They stretched the field on us, and, and Kentucky has zero ability to do that. Oh, so, my God. I mean, that, and that's how you beat this defense that we have because we're so tough on the interior side of the field and on the obviously on the front seven. If you can get over the top and you got the ability to do so, do it every time. I mean, you're going to do it every every freaking drive. I mean, what do they have? Do they have two? Well, I know they had at least one where they were on their side of the field, probably on their own 25 or 25 or 30, and uh, and threw threw the ball over our heads, kind of thing. So I. You know that's what Alabama's going to do to us. Is it not weird though, the Alabama that we grew up watching, this ineptitude <laughs> of an offense that could only run the ball, and now they're a passing team. It's weird. Well, and 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 to me, and that's you talk about Saban, and you talk about all he's done. The guy over literally, it felt like overnight he revolutionized. Like I say, overnight over an off season changed their entire offensive philosophy with Lane Kiffin and just changed mm-hmm. everything about they said scrap it we're doing something completely different and I think yep. and I think we're doing that with Monk and I think if I, I I have been I have been satisfied with the way we've been calling games for the most part obviously you're going to have a couple plays here and there that you're just like what what are you doing but I, I have been satisfied with what I've seen and I think our team is getting to that point I, I'm I want to see how we approach this week I would like to see us throw the ball a good bit. I'd love to keep that balanced approach, obviously mm-hmm. with a lean towards the run, get Zamir, get Kendall the ball, get 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 these guys, get Kenny the ball, let them run this control this game. I want to see Kendall I want to see Kendall get have a have a game. He's he's the guy that I'm ready to just let him bust yeah. loose. And if they can control the game, that frees Stetson up to start taking some downfield passes, play action. Once once we get our play action game going, we are we are in our zone. I mean that's yeah. that's where we're at. And um, as long as we don't have to pass our our run game, <laughs> pass our run game open, basically, I feel good about where we're at. And, and this week especially, um, Kentucky's given up a lot of points. They're just they're they're kind of they're kind of all over the place in terms of how they've performed this season. We were, we were talking yeah. about it beforehand. Just you, you said it best. They they just laid a couple eggs and they just they just didn't show up to some games. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely haven't. And so I like I said, you walk into this week, we walk in pissed. We just go manhandle them, and it's not going to be. I'm not really concerned about it. Well, I want to go back real quick to something you were talking about earlier, just you know, <laughs> throwing the run open kind of thing. You know, I mean, that's and that I think is what we obviously have been trying to do for a long time in Georgia is is, is play action football, which is obviously you know you you run the ball first to to you know throw the ball down the field on, on third down kind of thing. You know, and I think Todd Munkin has done a lot better job of being creative with how he with his with his route tree and I think he's also been better about where he's going to put uh Stetson and and have it or excuse me or just any quarterback whoever is playing quarterback where he's going to put them in 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 order to make a ball uh, throw a ball down the field and so I think that what we've seen lately is I mean against Alabama I don't know I mean we were trying to roll him we did not try to roll him out I don't think the entire first half and the second half we tried to do it a few times and I know we were talking about the balls being batted down, but then uh, I, I brought this up to you earlier. But so they played Tennessee last weekend. Jerry Garantano, Guantanamo. He's six four, and you know what? He had several balls batted down. And I don't think it's a height thing; it's an Alabama thing. I mean, if we play Kentucky, I mean they've got guys that are tall enough to bat a ball down on the defensive line. If we play Kentucky, and it's not an issue against Kentucky. I just I want everybody to know it's a, it's an Alabama thing, but anyway it's it's just interesting because I mean everybody's talking about how Stetson, you know his his size and his height or whatever is 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 such a detriment to this offense and and and, and like the guy's not ideal size and height. There's no doubt about it, but I don't think it's just 
only that the reason that the balls got batted down against Alabama. That's what they've done. That's what they did to Fromm. That's that's what they did to when we played them in 2015. Who the hell was was that Lambert? Oh gosh, holy cow! So anyway, it's it's what they've always been taught to do, and we'll see this weekend if if Kentucky's not sitting here batting balls down left and right. I just want everybody to know that's just what Alabama specializes in. But I going back to the Kentucky game and what they're going to do against us. I mean, Chance, you're talking about laying eggs, man. Let me just tell you this. So they played, and we're I'm just running down the schedule here real quick. So they played their first game against uh, they played their first game against Auburn, right? And they played them pretty hard. And I was like, man, I, you know what? They got they had that touchdown stolen against them uh, before the half, and all that. And I was like, well, you know, they could have beat Auburn, and we didn't know what how well you know how good of a team Auburn was at the time. Then they play Ole Miss and have a shootout and lose by a point. Then they go they beat Mississippi State at home, only let them score two two points. They had a safety, and I was like, man, this Kentucky team's actually got a pretty good defense. We heard before the the year that they had a good offensive line. And then they had uh, Terry Bowden, uh, not Terry Bowden. Yeah, is it Bowden? No, sorry, Terry Wilson. There's Bowden. Bowden was last year. Uh, so they got Wilson back or whatever. So they got a, like a, a fairly capable, experienced quarterback. So, you know, okay, 24-2 against Mississippi State. They're 1-2. Uh, and two. They beat Tennessee because Tennessee, Guantanamo threw like 17 pick sixes. And so you're, they're feeling pretty good. They're 2-2. Two and two. And then they lose to Missouri. 20 to 10, who Missouri's an improving team, and they had 150 yards of offense. 150. I'm pretty sure we could put our B team out there and get 150 yards against Missouri, <laughs> who is not a good, a, not a good team overall, but isn't like I said, is an improving team. Uh, that Basilic, Basilic, uh, t- a guy who's uh, he's uh, he's been playing for them lately. Uh, they they beat LSU at home. They beat Kentucky at home. So they're an improving team, but still, I mean, that's laying an egg. I I just don't see a single thing about this team that really makes me feel uncomfortable about playing them, because I think our defense is going to play a lot better. We're going to play mean and we're going to play pissed off. And then our offense, we're going to figure out. First of all, it seemingly they can't stop the pass uh, because that's what Missouri did. The Missouri threw threw the ball on them over and over. They can't stop the pass, but I actually would love to see, like what you're talking about, man, I'd love to see us just like, hey, this is Georgia football. We're going to run, run the ball down your throat kind of thing and then throw the, throw the pass over their heads kind of thing. So I'd be interested to see what our game plan is going into into it. I mean, I think we're going to see a heavy dose. I'm with you, man. I, I want to see a heavy dose of, uh, of Kendall. I think this is the perfect game to do it because I, I think we can get away with having some throwaway plays. Uh, but Kenny Mack is, I think Kenny, number six, should be starting. But anyway, that's my initial assessment of, of the Kentucky game. Well, and 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 I'm and from a defensive perspective, you said it, and I was I was hoping those were the words you were going to say. This is going to be, our, our defense is going to be pissed off and that we gave up that many yards last week or the week before last. And this is that kind of, like we talked about, that knockout, dragout kind of game where we can have quite a few three and outs on this team relatively quickly. Is you don't let them build momentum, they're, they're, they kind of are like a, kind of like a bowling ball. If you can, if you can stop them, like stop them from rolling, they're, 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 they're useless. I mean, they're, you, as long as you don't give them any steam, they're going to be fine, and yeah. or they're they're going to be easy to, to deal with, and the main thing is we just can't come out there soft and, and just come out just come out weak and just not taking control of the game from the beginning. I mean, I think we're going to go in there and realize, okay, the only thing the only thing that can keep us from from winning this game is if we walk in thinking how you and I are talking. Yeah, kind of flat-footed. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. just walking in there saying, okay, we went toe-to-toe with Alabama for a half. We can just walk in and and just stumble over Kentucky and win the game. 
And it's like from a talent perspective, we would be able to, to do that. But I don't want one of these games where we're going to walk in, struggle for a half, and then eventually kind of finish the game out. Like, let's go in there and let's just take this by the horns. Let's this game be over at halftime, be 24 to 3 going into halftime, and then just run and then the, then control the second half. I mean, just mm-hmm. never, never let up on them. And, and that's, that's what I want to see to give me some confidence that we're, okay, we lost Alabama, but they were the number two team in the country. They had our number that day. Well, let's see them again in Atlanta. Let's, let's go one and know this week to get to that, to get to that point. You bring up a good point. I, I almost feel this is weird because I'm, I feel like I'm contradicting myself from earlier, but. I almost feel better now that we have a game right before we play Florida. And I don't know if it's just because of the Alabama loss or whatnot, but you almost want to just be like, all right, we got some good practice in. Let's get a great game going into, you know, have a great game against Kentucky going into the following week. Um, But I agree with you. I think that what we're going to see this weekend is going to be somewhat dictate the second half of our season. And, I don't think uh, I don't think there's anything that Kentucky's going to throw to throw against us that we're, we're not going to be ready for. And you and I talked about it earlier, but I mean, you know, they got they got uh, Terry Wilson, but uh, that Bowden guy, he's gone, so they don't have this super athletic quarterback. They don't really have a proven running back, uh, and on top of that, they lost a, a, a lot of defensive production as well. So. I don't know, man. I I just don't feel like. I mean, it, in hell, I check. I even checked the weather. The weather's gonna be perfect football weather. <laughs> it's like a, it's like ten percent chance of rain, high of fifty six, low of forty five. I mean, October thirty first, Halloween. Can you ask for? I mean, is there anything better than that? Well, and last year it's, too, that was a that was a wet game, a rainy game, which plays into Kentucky's hands, but also plays into our hands because we mm-hmm. are a run. We are a run first team, and um, and have a good defense that can control a game. And so I, I I'm I'm with you, and I kind of kind of said it last week. I, I think this is ended this has actually ended up playing into our hands favorably because not looking ahead to Florida, but the team is obviously thinking about Florida, and you've got to be able to say, okay, snap back to reality. We got to go in and play Kentucky. We're not going. Yeah. In, we're not going into another huge game. But I think it, they want to show their dominance against Kentucky. Is what I'm saying. Right. I, I right. feel like I feel like they are like, okay, let me prove myself. Let people know that this is about to be a. I mean, we're about to just manhandle this Kentucky team before we play a top ranked Florida team. You know, I feel. I, I just feel like it. Just it feels different. It feels like hey. We got to prove ourselves again. Is what is what I'm thinking. Well, and that's and that's what we. I mean, we, we got to have that. And if we don't see that, that which, which is my fear, is that we we come out flat footed, we come out sleeping, and just lethargic and and not ready to play. And that's, but I can easily see that happening. But after a bye week, I, I feel like you know what we, because usually what happens is is you're kind of lulled the week after. And and if you come back and have to play, because if we had to play a game this past weekend, if we had to play Kentucky this past weekend, yeah, I, I'd be singing a little different tune. But yeah, but like you said, we had that one week to do the blocking and tackling to kind of say, okay, we got punched in the mouth, lick your wounds, let's go, yeah, let's go to work, and yeah. we we get a full week with that out of our system, and then we get to go into Kentucky, play a t- play a physical game. Before we go down to Jacksonville, and what we yeah. got to think about now too, and we did we had it last week, we're about to go on a long stretch of traveling. I mean, there's a lot of traveling about to happen, and we're about to get on be on the road a ton, and that play that plays into all this. I mean, we've seen um, stadiums like Alabama Stadium was a factor. I mean, it, the the noise level was a factor, it is becoming a factor in all of these games. So the yeah. away part of this. I mean, obviously, we're not concerned about as much with Kentucky, but um, Jacksonville will be something. And um, but anyway, that that is a factor. But you're 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 having to travel and and be on a bus or be on a plane or whatever the case is. So all that kind of plays into this as well. And you have to 
you have you have to count that. So so to me, it's it's either going to be what you're talking about. We come in and we just take care of business. It's done by halftime. We're just rolling, and we go into the next week with confidence that okay, we are a special team. We do have special players. We can make this happen. Let's go. Let's go to Jacksonville and let's 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 kick some ass. But we could also, on the flip side, say we should have still thinking about Alabama. I guess is what I'm as I'm saying is in, yeah. in the in the yeah. negative sense. So, um, but anyway, I, we've I've seen us do it both ways. Yeah, <laughs> and no I like kidding. and I like one way more than the other. <laughs> Chancey, I mean, how many times in our life as as dog fans uh, have we seen a Georgia football team come out flat in the first half, as flat as can be. I mean, it's been – we can't even count how many times that's happened. And it's funny you bring that up, though. I, I meant to say this earlier. I mean, you know, the funny thing is we've seen over the pa- past, like, a few years, I mean, with the exception of last year – or oh, excuse me, last time we were there. But when we play in Lexington, for whatever reason, Kentucky kind of gives us gives us some fits – and I mean, I think this is a this is a down Kentucky team this year. I mean, I I'd be willing to bet that they are either 500 or less this year, and I I honestly would think maybe maybe four wins. And but what you think of I think about that 2016 game, which is, this is a much much better team, but that 2016 game where we had Rodrigo kicked like. 20 field goals so we could actually win that football game he had the uh the go-ahead like game winner at the end and all that stuff and and at that time i mean think about what we thought about our program at that time i was like we are barely beating kentucky and kirby smart is he gonna be the guy and now i feel there's just so much more confidence this team is is where it needs to be he's had all of his his recruiting classes come in for the past four years he's got his players we just have unfortunately at this point there's been a position group or two that we have just been has has been like not on the same pace as as the, like so for instance i mean our defense has been had had some steadiness on it you know richie lecount like if he had left it'd be a little bit different but that defensive backfield shored up you know that linebacker group and that defensive front that front seven is incredible. I mean, so they're on the same pace all together. So I feel like our defense is as complete as it can be. And then you look on the other side of the ball in our offensive line, it's like, well, we just lost three starters to the to the uh, NFL draft. You know, we got guys that are young, unproven, unex- inexperienced, and we're trying to get them more reps. And so it's like, okay, well, but we still have this incredible talent that can fill in that hole that we did not have back in 2016. So I mean we we've got you know we've got a wealth of things that are going in our in a good direction. It just still feels like there's like one or two things that are are missing and obviously at this point we are still starting a former walk-on quarterback and you would love to have a guy like Justin Fields on the team who is I don't know if people know this but he is the quarterback for Ohio State so he's not a Georgia Bulldog. Uh but anyway I I I feel obviously very confident going into this game. Uh, it, it is just kind of funny how Lexington has always just kind of given us fits with the exception of the 2018 game. But I, I think uh, I think we're going to figure out real quickly, Chance, if this team is has gotten pissed off from the Alabama uh, game and has chosen that they want to prove themselves. Uh, I did want to pose this question to you, uh, something that we discussed beforehand. Chance, uh, George Pickens has 13 catches on the year. Is that a problem or not? I well, it depends on what the what problem you're asking. <laughs> uh, to, to, well, I mean, uh, is, is that something that to, causes you to worry? I guess is probably the better question. The kid obviously, I, I think, has more talent. Is he is he the AJ Green that we've that we've been wanting? Obviously not. I mean, something's up with him in terms of uh, of why he's not getting the ball either chemistry with Stetson or he doesn't know he's not doesn't know the routes that he's he's running he doesn't know what he needs to be doing but we've got guys like um Kiaris that are stepping up and, and playing big and our tight ends are stepping up and playing huge 
And so if we've got guys that we can throw the ball to, Demetrius Robertson's getting some. Heck, we had Cook out and uh, got had that huge pass and to him. And Bert Jermaine is starting to step up and getting yeah, yeah. getting getting those reps. And so to me, it's like, okay, George, if if you want to be a part of this team, it's your time to step up. And I'd I'd be curious as to why we're not targeting him more. Um, and I think some of that is because he's not getting open. He's, we don't trust him on these 50-50 balls that really should be his bread and butter. I mean, that should yeah. be exactly these, – these sideline throws should be what we need out of him on a, on a third and eight. He's going to go on that stop route, and we're going to be able to – we're going to be able to hit, hit him on a, either a back shoulder fade or whatever the case is. He should be our – to me, he should be one of our, our third down guys. That, the guy's going to go up and get that ball – and um, yep. short, short goal, uh, short and uh, down in the red zone, be that guy to go up and get those touchdowns. Um, but, but anyway, he just hasn't been. And but you've seen the kind of catches that he can, he can make, and it's like the guy's got it. The guy's got what yep. the guy's got what it takes. I mean, in terms of just pure talent. Now, does he have what it takes from a mentality standpoint? From a uh, from an endurance standpoint, from does he have the the maturity to be able to step up and say, "I'm going to be the best wide receiver on this team"? Right now, I don't think. I obviously think the answer is no. Am I worried that we don't have the weapons to make it happen? Obviously, we want him operating at his highest potential, and I think if we did, he would be a game changer. Um, yeah. and, and so, I guess in that sense, I worry because I, I say, you know. He could be that piece that gives us an upper hand against these teams. And so I want that. But do I think we have to have him for success? I don't I don't think so. But man, do I want him to to live up to some of that potential? Yeah. I th- I think he's got all the potential in the world. But I'm tired of talking about potential. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, and I, and it's not it's not so much. I mean, it, it, to me, it is okay. Stetson is kind of the opposite of of Fromm, whereas he sees the middle of the field a lot better. But I mean, he's still throwing the ball to the sidelines. He just has not thrown long routes to the to the sidelines. He's not thrown those huge, like huge out routes, like fifteen yard out routes that Fromm used to do. With Terry Goblin and, and and Javon Wims and all those guys, so we're seeing just a different quarterback who's, who's who likes to throw over the middle of the field. I mean, we've already thrown more passes to the tight end than we probably did all last year. I mean, no kidding. So I'm, I'm I've actually been impressed with how Stetson has has opened the field up a little bit better, and I mean he's making pretty good decisions. I just don't think. I mean, the way I put it to you earlier was, I mean. I just don't think like unless unless somebody can tell me that us throwing more balls to Pickens against Alabama would make us four and zero, and and be confident in that, like it's not that big of a deal. I mean he's throwing to the like Kyrus has had multiple hundred yard games this year, and you know why? It's because Kyrus is is being he's one getting open and two making plays. It's like. You, you throw the ball to whoever is going to give you the best opportunity, and it's all about progression. And Stetson's obviously more – he's more comfortable over the uh, over the middle of the field. So, I don't know. It's uh, – I, I want Pickens, obviously, to have more touches. It's Pickens is a guy who is either going to get long streaking routes down the sideline or he's going to get those back shoulder fades like you're talking about. So, uh, it's going to be uh, – it's going to be interesting here moving forward. I think they're going to get him more, more involved. Uh, but it's like, man, we've got a plethora of talent – Stuff like this is going to happen, and but people are just so scared that a guy like Pickens is going to just transfer because he has not had, you know, tre- tremendous production this year. But you look at last year; I mean, he was a true freshman last year. But you look at last year; it's like until the Baylor game, he didn't have like a ton of catches in most of the games. He didn't have a, a ton of production, and I I am waiting for him to have. I still, I mean, besides the Baylor game, I still don't feel like he's had a huge momentum swinging game and the Baylor game was a freaking bowl game so it's like okay yeah it mattered I wanted to win the game but it didn't matter like it would you know an SEC championship kind of thing so anyway it remains to be seen I I think Pickens is going to get more involved uh and and yes I would like to get him more 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 catches but 
we're, we're going to throw the ball to the guy who's going to give us the best chance to get the first down or get the touchdown. That's that's how that's going to work. Um, chance, uh, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be perfect weather this weekend. Uh, Big-time football, uh, you know, weekend. I mean, it, it, you know, you, you just want that kind of weather, that 50-degree weather kind of thing. Um, feeling pretty good. I'd say my keys to the game – are going to be, okay, let's run the football, let's dominate the line of scrimmage. Uh, I want to see a lot from our offensive line. That's that's who I really want to see prove themselves because I know the defense is going to come up strong. They're going to come back from that Alabama game. And, I mean, if if Kentucky scores more than seven points, I'd be pretty upset kind of thing, right? Uh, they scored ten against Missouri, so, yeah. Um, so, defense, I think, is going to come back strong. I'm looking forward to seeing how the offensive line – comes back and responds after the Alabama game. And also, obviously, I think if we can also run the play action to a T, feeling pretty good about our chances. Chance, what do you think the keys the keys are on your side? Well, I agree with all of those keys. Those are good keys that you said. <laughs> but the uh, but not from a defensive standpoint, I, to me it's prove it's make a statement. It, it's prove a point. Like go in and just say that they're not going to gain another yard. <laughs> if I remember the Titans reference. Love that movie. Um, t- to me, just don't let them breathe. I mean, that's that's the whole point here. You, you want to smother them. And, um, and and then from, from I think, from an offensive standpoint, I agree with the offensive line. But then the next phase of that is, are our running backs ready to, to have that game? Are they ready to take over a football game and put the team on their back and say, "Okay, we're gonna we're, we're gonna own this"? Like, is is Zeus gonna step up this game? Is Kendall gonna step up this game? Is Kenny gonna step up this game and just yeah. say, "All right, I'm gonna take over and get"? We haven't had a gash. We haven't had a lot of gashing runs. We haven't had a lot of those big uh, those, those those big yard big plays in the run game yet that we're accustomed to seeing at some point i mean with, with having which we've seen we've seen against kentucky right, recently exactly yeah <laughs> and, so, I mean, and 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 so we're we're used to it we're, I, w- I want to have the, the 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 prayer hands bow i mean that's what that's what i'm looking for in this game i need one i need one of those start obviously those starting like, with todd I like that starting with todd then getting it with sony and then deandre I, I need one of those this week that's what i need and um and if we have one of those this week, you can you can bet your ass we we tightened this we, we put it we, we finished it and put did a bow. Nicholas on. Chubb did Nicholas Chubb ever do the, the no, bow so, hands? Sony Sony took over it. The, the, he he had it during that era. <laughs> but um, Chubb Chubb, you know what Chubb did when he got in the end zone? He ran to the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> He'd either pick up an offensive lineman or get picked up by an offensive lineman. That's that's and then right. Go to that's the right. Sideline. Him and Isaiah win. Yeah, they would do a little do a little uh, celebration themselves and all that. But yeah, you're right. Sony Sony was definitely more the uh, the, the the bow guy. <laughs> he was the, he was more the the actor. But, uh, uh, but 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 that's Swift, Swift liked it too. Oh yeah. Well, and and that was that, that kind of fit into their vein. But I mean, if you if we can if we can have that, if our offensive line can get our guys to the point where we let them make the play, um, mm-hmm. then I feel I feel good about where we're at. And um, and two like to to kind of get off the, I guess the same points you were saying, Stetson just kind of. I want Stetson to own this game too. I want him to feel comfortable in the pocket. Let's get him outside. Get the guy mobile. Take a couple shots down the field. I mean, I want to see this guy. I, I want us to get some more reps doing that because we're going to have to do that at, at some point, even out of the play action, even in, in some read options. The guy's going to have to throw the ball. I'm not saying we're becoming a, a throw-first team, but the guy's got to be able to throw the ball down the field. And so yep. this is a perfect game. You talked about it earlier, those throwaway plays. Try some stuff out. Give the guys some option. Not showing too much, but but try some stuff out. See how it works, and um, that can that'll set us up for going into next week. But we would really have to just come in here and just play like dog crap to to lose this game. I mean, which I've seen us do before, but I don't I don't yeah. feel like that's this weekend. But not not many times in the last three years. But yes, yeah, you're you're exactly right. I I've got two quick things. One. It's going to be also interesting to see what Kentucky does uh, on their offensive side of the ball because the uh, quarterback position on their on their side, uh, Terry Wilson's been the kind of mainstay over there, 
But uh, he stunk it up last game, and they brought in the Joey Gatewood, who transferred from Auburn, uh, and he was just as terrible as, as Terry was. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know what? You laugh more because he's an Auburn transfer. Uh, but, you know, you can't hate Kentucky players too much, but uh, mostly Joey Gatewood because he's the Auburn guy. But uh, it is going to be interesting to see if they start out with Terry. I think they will. Um, and then uh, if there's ever a point where they desperation, you know, thing, or if they even, you know, bring it in, you know, the next drive kind of thing, you know, swapping out quarterbacks like that. Uh, so anyway, uh, but I'm just uh, – I'm excited to see how we respond. I think that uh, we're going to come out of the gate pretty quick and, and all that, so it should be fun. Uh, Chance, uh, what are you going to be big plans for the game? I'm working right up until the game starts, so no big plans. <laughs> I'll be in the shop till right before kickoff. So um, my game plans are to get to my house as quickly as possible. I uh, I don't have any big plans either. I think I'm probably going to watch at the house. Hopefully, uh, my brother will come over, and then uh, afterwards we're going to go trick or treating with the with the kiddos, the nieces, niece and nephews. So should be a good time. <laughs> what should what should uh, what should about my costume be? Should I get a costume before before Saturday? Yeah. Um, you know what's a pretty pretty easy one for me is a uh, a Kirby one uh, yes. because. The only thing I don't have, you have a visor, right? I need your visor, man. We ship that I'll, up to I'll, me. Yeah, I'll overnight that. Let me spend about forty <laughs> bucks to get that up there to you. <laughs> I really need. I need a visor because I I have a headset, and then I just need some sort of laminated play 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 sheet or whatever. Stick that in your pants. You got khaki pants with tennis shoes on and a, and a red Georgia polo. I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'll probably do it. I'll well, and the, it. and the thing is too, and, and I, I've mentioned, I probably mentioned this before, but I just have celebrated so few Halloweens because I'm always in Jacksonville. Yeah, like, that, yeah, no, exactly. And so it's just, it just really doesn't happen that often. So I'm, not, I'm not real creative with it, but um, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, um, well, I don't have any nieces and nephews that are of trick or treating age, so I'll, I don't know how much of that I'm gonna be doing. So. <laughs> Have fun with that. Well, yeah, you know the funny thing is too. I, I mean, this is the first time we live in a neighborhood where I can actually hand out candy for for uh, you know trick or treaters and all that stuff. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just leave a bowl out or something like that, or have some sort of automatic dispenser. Anyway, we're just rambling. Uh, I'm looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to the fact that we don't have any more bye weekends for the for the rest of the year. Knock on wood. Uh, and uh, go dogs. Hey. Dogs on top. Oh.